You're listening to Rewrite Your Mindset, a podcast for the female entrepreneur ready to up-level every area of her life so she can feel confident, empowered, and ready to make her mark on the world. We work on rewriting our inner dialogue script that's holding us back so we can start seeing results. Are you done playing it small and ready to create the life of abundance and impact you've been dreaming about? You're in the right place. Hey guys, welcome to day two of Mastering Instagram for Your Business. If you don't know who I am and this is the first time listening to a podcast, hello, my name is Brittany Shin. I built a successful online business from the ground up and now I get to teach women how to do the same thing in half the time. If you were with us yesterday, we talked about the importance of starting an Instagram account to market your business. We dove into which account type you should pick, personal business or the new creator account, and the important characteristics your username should have. I know for some of you that have been on the platform already, this is going to seem like it's really basic or for only aimed towards people who have never been on Instagram before. I promise you everything interconnects, so don't brush them off. When it comes to your Instagram profile, we want to make sure that every detail is in place because that sounds the foundation for our brand. Okay, so if you're ready for day two, we're going to dive into what to post in your Instagram bio, what to use as your Instagram profile photo, what highlights are, how to use them, connecting your Facebook account to your Instagram, and then the business account features. So yesterday we talked briefly about you have three seconds to convince new visitors if your profile is worth following. The largest impact on that is going to be your top nine photos, the one that you can see first. The second largest impact is what's in your biography. So the biggest mistake I see here is people make this about themselves. Now, I know that sounds silly because usually a biography should be about you and it's still going to be, but we're going to tweak it a little bit. So as a bad example of what not to post, if I was per- if I was making a personal Instagram profile, I might say something like, hi, my name is Brittany. I'm a mom of, I'm a mom of two, hashtag crazy cat lady, and I live off of coffee and wine. That's fine for a personal profile, but our main objective as a business owner is to show that we're providing a solution to our customers' problems. No matter what industry you're in, it all boils down to the same thing. You have a solution for your customer's problem. And the better you are at showing the transformation you create with your product or service, the easier selling it is going to become. So how does this tie into your Instagram bio? Well, we want to make sure that we paraphrase what exactly it is that we can do for them. Because it's not about us, it's about how we serve our customers. It's about how we can provide something or help them. So what kind of solution or transformation do you provide for your customers? Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Rewrite Your Mindset podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you click on that subscribe button have a major aha moment, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of today's episode and share it on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Rewrite Your Mindset so I can celebrate this breakthrough with you. Until then! 
take a moment to brainstorm here. Don't feel bad if nothing immediately comes to mind because sometimes this feels like we're thinking backwards. So I'm going to come up with a couple of examples because I learn better through examples than theory. Um, the main goal here is that you want people to come to your profile and instantly say, oh my gosh, she does that. That's exactly what I need. So for instance, if you were a graphic designer, maybe you could say something along the lines of, I design unique websites to make you stand out from the competition. If you were a business coach, maybe it could be something along the lines of helping new coaches reach $10,000 months with ease. If you make handmade clothing, maybe it's something like handmade clothing using ethically sourced materials. If you're a VA or a virtual assistant, maybe you could say something like helping entrepreneurs sign off admin tasks so they can focus on creating. Maybe you're an online yoga teacher. You can say something like get certified as a yoga teacher and learn how to monetize it online. If you make organic wax melts, it could be something like creating cleaner alternatives for your home. There's a lady that I follow that makes press-on nails. They look absolutely wonderful. So her her tagline is something along the lines of creating afford, affordable alternatives so you can dish to the salon, which is phenomenal. Show the transformation. Show the solution you're providing. How can you help them? And what can you say that makes them think, yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for. That's exactly what I need. So the next part is we're going to pair this with a CTA, which is a call to action. It's not enough to merely have the solution to their problem. You want them to move on it. So that's where we give them a little push to step a little further, especially if we can get them to click that link in your profile. So this is where the call to action comes in. It can be something like a free offer for in exchange for them signing up for your mailing list. So something like grab your free seven day to success plan now with a little finger pointing down to the link. If you are a product based business, maybe it can be something about a new collection or a new line that just dropped or maybe a restock of a fan favorite. So a jewelry business, when we launched our birthstone collection, I think ours said the new raw birthstone collection is live with a finger pointing down. Or for instance, we have a moon phase necklace that everybody loves. So I think right now it is moon phase necklace has been restocked. Grab yours now with a finger pointing down to that link. Say you're a photographer, let's go to a service-based industry. Right now it is fall slash winter so you probably have fall minis or Christmas minis or something along those lines maybe you can post something like get on the Christmas minis waitlist now or be the first to know when Christmas minis are available something along those lines as a business we should always have like seasonal items or new products launching or new services or things like that showcased the newest of the new here this is where we want to highlight what is new? And then we want to offer them something in exchange for clicking that link. So a discount, a freebie, a time-sensitive offer. If you can put a timestamp on it or close the window of how, how long they have to take action, even better. Give them a reason to click the link. So talking of links, you can only put one in your Instagram bio right now which is fine because that's minimal and too many links would get clunky. You have two options here. 
You could regularly rotate out that one link to direct traffic to whatever your um, current CTA is, or you could use something like Linktree, which is a free service that allows you to create a landing page with several different links or buttons your customers can pick that then they can choose where they, the direction they want to go. So for instance, um, they can go to your Etsy shop, they can go to your website, they could go to your Pinterest page, they could go to the wait list, whatever it is, you can send them in multiple different directions and then you don't ever have to switch it out because it's always in there. Both are wonderful options. There's no pros and cons here on using either one. So ultimately it's up to you on what seems like a better fit. If switching out that link out to direct traffic to your CTA feels like it will keep you accountable, go with that one. If you're afraid that you'll forget to swap that out, go with the Linktree option. It's whatever works best for you. So we have the perfect profile bio. We have that link set up. Next, we're going to dive into your profile picture. Now, there is a lot of debate on whether you should have a picture of yourself here or your logo. Personally, I think it really depends on your business, um, what's a better fit. However, I'm going to give you pros and cons to both. So, if you pick a personal profile, make sure that it is a light and bright picture. You can't see me right now, but I'm recording this at 8 p.m., so it's super dark outside thanks to daylight savings time. If I was to take a picture of myself right now, it would be super dark behind me because it is super dark outside. So I that would not be a great candidate for a profile photo because it's way too dark. See if you can get some natural lighting, if you can take it outside even better. Um, and then make sure that it's closely cropped like a headshot. If you are taking a picture that's full length, that icon is so small, it's going to be really hard to see even what's in the picture. We want to make sure that they can see your face. If you're smiling, even better. Some people say that using a personal picture of yourself is more inviting. It humanizes you. It reminds them that there is a person behind the brand. Um, I say a lot of people use their face when they're in a service-based industry because it creates more connection. But... From time to time, I also use a picture of myself for my product-based business as well. So this is up to you. If you go with a, say you don't have a professional picture of yourself or you don't have one that is um, professional looking or maybe all you have is Snapchat pictures with the dog ears and tongue or something like that and you want to use your logo instead, that's totally fine. This could create more brand recognition because people are going to see that logo. Just make sure that it's not super pixelated and has a lot of text so that you can't really read it anyways. If you have a distinguishing mark, now think about like the Nike swoosh or the apple with the bite out of it. That would be perfect to go in your Instagram profile as just like that recognizing mark or a version of your logo that you can at least read from that tiny little icon. So it's up to you, either one, um, both have the pros and cons here. See what works best for you. Now below our, we have our profile, we have our picture, 
let's talk about Instagram highlights. So if you've ever been on a page that has Instagram highlights, it's those pretty little round circles that go just below the link in your profile. You can click on them and you can see previous Instagram stories. You can fully customize these and I actually am going to create a tutorial on how I created mine. So if you want to look at Rewrite Your Mindset or Shin Sparkle on Instagram. You can see what my icons currently are. And then if you're interested in um, the tutorial on those, I'd love to get a DM from you saying that's something you're interested in. Those are going to be a wonderful spot for frequently asked questions, um, customer reviews once you get them. There could also be showcasing things for maybe you have an ongoing item or product or service and you want to highlight that. Maybe it's your best seller. So for instance, for a while, my jewelry business did a mystery box every single month. And so to entice people to buy the next mystery box, we showcased all the previous mystery boxes in that Instagram highlight. And that's what I used it for. All of these are what's going to work best for you. You can literally put anything on these. Um, but I would make sure that it's educational and is going to be answering questions that your customers are going to be looking for. So feel free to also maybe put one that's behind the scenes or like your home life so people can get like a peek into what it looks like to be you as a business owner or something like that. Um, we're going to be diving more into the overall aesthetics of your feed later this week. In fact, tomorrow. So I'm going to leave this here because we'll talk more about your Instagram highlights and your profile picture and how that plays a part. But just keep that in mind when you create them today that there will be a few more things tomorrow that we'll dive into. So the last thing that I wanted to create today or to go over today with you is that we talked about the business profile perks yesterday. We kind of like glazed over them. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper in it today. So the first thing you want to do is make sure that your account has been moved over to a business profile. You can switch back and forth as many times as you want to. So if you have not done that today, go to the settings and make sure that you switch from a personal account to a business one. After you've done that, go to your profile, click the three bars on the right hand side, go to settings, account, linked accounts, and then at the very top, the first or second one's going to be Facebook. Click that so that you can link your Instagram page to your business page. Or if you don't have a business page yet, you can just link it to your personal account. This way, each time you make a post, you're going to see a little post to other accounts icon below the description box that you can swipe right on to automatically share the post to both Instagram and Facebook. It's one of my favorite features. That way, I don't have to mess with both platforms at once. It automatically does it for me. So some of the other business profile perks that I love are the insights. So if you go back to your profile and click those three bars and click insights, you can see a page that says content, activity, and audience. Now content is how many views you're getting on your most recent posts on Instagram stories. That gives you kind of a visual of what's getting seen, what was viewed the most, um, what most people looked at when it comes to your Instagram stories. So it can give you kind of feedback on the content you're creating. The next tab is activity. So this is interactions taken on your account for the last week-ish, including profile visits and how many people clicked that website link in your bio. 
it also tells you the amount of accounts, so unique accounts that have you seen your content, and then how many times your post was seen in general. So the bottom one's always going to be larger because it's not um, unique accounts. The next one is your audience, just like it sounds. It's all about your followers, so their age range and gender. And last but not least, when your users are most active. This kind of information is a gold mine. So here's the thing. We're going to go more into content creation and what to post and what to say and all of that. So pretend that you've already done that. You have the perfect post that's going to resonate with your ideal client. And imagine if you could hand it to them on a silver platter at the exact time that they usually log into Instagram. They're gonna refresh their feed and it's gonna be there at the very top of their feed because it's a new post. And they're gonna be like, yes, your engagement is going to go up from there. So if you have not chosen to go with a business account, you're missing out on all these awesome features. I love seeing numbers and the metrics in these categories because it's also a feedback um, item for me to show if I'm going in the right direction or not. So if I can visually see by the numbers that, oh, well, I'm getting more views or this is working better, like I'm getting more insights or more impressions, then I know that my content is resonating. I know that I'm posting at the right time. I know that the tweaks I'm making are working. So I highly encourage you to take a screenshot of these insights today so that once you implement all of these Instagram challenges, that you can see the growth pattern of what happens after you started implementing these. It's one of my favorite things to pay attention to, so make sure that you're checking those. All right, this is the end of day two because I promised to make these under 20 minutes or less. I also promised to put these on a podcast, which you're listening to now, in case you wanted to listen to it again, or if that was a better um, listening experience, if you couldn't jump on the live video earlier on Facebook. So tomorrow, we're going to dive into, it's my very favorite day, we're going to dive into Instagram aesthetics and how people make their feed look cohesive and like it has a theme and so professional and just like beautiful, styled, perfectly curated feed. We're going to dive into that tomorrow. It is so, so wonderful. And once you get to that point, I'm sure you guys have followed other accounts that you just, I do this all the time. I find the most gorgeous feeds and then I just sit there and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is so beautifully curated that everything is just so aesthetically pleasing. I love it. So we're going to learn how to do that tomorrow. So make sure that you have joined the Facebook group if you haven't already. We are Rewrite Your Mindset. It's the same as our Instagram account. And then if you like this podcast episode and it resonated with you, share it with your friends or somebody that you think is going to need this kind of information in their life. And I will see you tomorrow either in the Facebook group or here on the podcast.